You're listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast, episode 90. You're listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast, a podcast all about inspiring female creative entrepreneurs, their stories, experiences, and life lessons. Hear from women working in creative industries who are breaking the rules and doing things their way. Learn from their challenges, struggles, failures, and successes, and get an inside look at their top tools and resources that help them along the way. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustlenomics Podcast. I'm your host, Katie, and today I'm so excited to be talking with Brooke Wright. She is the founder of Fly With Me, Inc., and she is passionate about entrepreneurship, wellness, and spirituality, and coaching entrepreneurs on how to achieve their goals by shifting into a state of internal success. So, Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the show today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to hear a little bit more about you and your background um, and how you kind of got here today. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess briefly, um, my official journey, I would say, started, uh, I would say maybe 2012, 2013, when um, that's when my wellness journey started. So that's when I began to like heal myself from the things that I was personally going through. And then, you know, um, how that started was like, I actually started writing like this journal of poetry because I'm, I'm a writer. And then, you know, one thing led to another. And then that's when like, okay, I'm like, you know, what? why not just kind of put all this into a book? And then so, you know, I launched my first book. So that's where the author comes from, comes in. So I launched my first book when I was, I think, 22, actually, in 2014. And then one thing led after another, you know, uh, for those who know when you're on like this journey of wellness, healing, all that kind of stuff, you know, more doors kind of just keep opening in a sense where, you know, I started learning about emotional well-being and then mindset and then spiritual health and then so forth, you know. And then um, so since then, I've always just been in this world of wellness just because like I'm really passionate about it. Um, But then I would say maybe 2016 is when, yeah, 2016 is actually when I officially started like to be an entrepreneur. Uh, So I decided to open up a social media management business. So it's pretty straightforward, you know, just helping small to medium businesses manage themselves and market themselves online. And I was doing that since say maybe the the beginning of last year. And, you know, it was, it was a good business and whatnot. It's just, it wasn't meaningful. You know, it just really wasn't aligned with my purpose and who I was and what I really wanted to do and what I've personally believe what I'm here to do. And so, you know, I decided to kind of take that leap last year in the beginning of the year. And I said, you know what, let's actually do something, you know, that that is meaningful, something that where I can still serve people, still help people, but still do what I love. And then so, you know, just taking my skills, I guess, my strengths, my expertise uh, that I built over the years, I said, you know what, this this makes more sense to like help entrepreneurs with their what with their with their well being, you know, because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of coaches and stuff like that out here, which is amazing, but it's like we're missing one thing, which is very important, which is helping entrepreneurs actually overcome, you know, the things that are holding them back to actually achieve their goals. So I decided to put my love for business and entrepreneurship, and then my love for you know wellness and well being and spirituality together to help entrepreneurs and so that's what I've been doing since last year all year you know it's doing like workshop facilitations public speaking I'm working on my third book and yeah so I think that's pretty much it in a, in a nutshell <laughs> 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, I'm so fascinated by the whole coaching field. Um, I think it's really interesting. Did you take any kind of certifications or how did you kind of get merged into that field from the social media management? So to be honest, it's funny um, <laughs> when I talk about this because, so I kind of always like been a coach. It's like, it's funny because I've always been a mentor coach over the, over the years of like, since I started this wellness journey. But to be honest, like straightforward, I did not know that I could actually like you know, turn it into a business. Like I didn't know there was coaches and mentors out here, you know, turning it into a business. And so I was actually just doing it like for free over all these years. And then that's when last year, you know, I decided to get my own coach. And then she really helped me to see like how I can actually turn all this into a business and really help people on a different level. Um, so yeah, so besides getting my own coach before that, I've been definitely getting like certifications in certain um, areas of business and wellness. So like I, I, um, I have, you know, wellness planning certification, entrepreneurship certifications, literally the list goes on. <laughs> so, you know, again, so it's like just taking all those skills and expertise and just like, you know, combining them and intertwining them and, and creating this whole platform. Fantastic. And I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs who kind of pivoted like you did. They found that what they were doing is not really fulfilling them. And so they wanted to go in a different direction. But that's a huge step. And it kind of can be really scary for people to make that. Pivot. For sure, for sure. So what were some of the steps that you took? Did you have to completely rebrand new website? What did that journey look like for you? Oh, yeah, everything. I mean, like completely everything. So new website, new branding, uh, you know, new messaging, you know, really just niching down, especially because to be honest, especially like those in business know we have to, you know, be in a specific niche if we want to stand out, right? And so before when I was on this wellness journey, I was a bit niche down in the sense where everyone knows me to talk about overcoming, letting go and healing, but also kind of all over the place in a sense where, you know, talking about physical health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, you know, everything, all the kind of like the seven wellnesses and, you know, that's too much. And so, you know, my coach especially really helped me carrying down since she really helped me to really actually narrow all this down and like, okay, what am I most passionate about? And what I realize like I'm really really passionate about helping people let go and overcome and I'm like you know especially again relating to business it's like it's so key because in order to be successful and even just achieve your goals you have to know how to like overcome you know the thoughts the feelings the beliefs all that kind of stuff that hold you back from achieving and so you know it's really just taking all that and putting it together but yeah I really had to start from the pretty much in a sense kind of from the beginning but not really just because you know, I, I've been an entrepreneur for so long, like four years now. Um, so I really know, like, I, the, I really know the business part of it. But yeah, starting from the beginning, in a sense, where, you know, the branding and the website and like, really having to learn even just this whole coaching thing and mentoring business was a whole new thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. And one question that I love to always bring up with coaches, because, you know, thinking about like, okay, if I was going to go into coaching one day, this would be the first thing that would pop into my head. So when people think about coaching and mentorship, they like think, oh, gosh, I could never do that. I'm not perfect. I'm not the top of my business. I'm not the best, the best. But that's not really what it needs to be, which I've been told. So how do you kind of balance that feeling of like trying to think of how how to word this like I'm giving advice to other people but I don't myself don't have to be perfect all the time <laughs> yeah so I think honestly that's pretty much like imposter syndrome right like and I feel like a, 
a lot of people a lot. Like, and I, and I seen the research the other day. There's like 70% of us entrepreneurs and millennials who experience this, but we all experience imposter syndrome. And so it's, it's very common. Like, it's not something that, you know, oh my gosh, I'm the only one struggling with this. It's a very common thing. And I think the best way, honestly, to overcome that is to really just dive in and do it anyway. Like, that's like, it's like overcoming fear and doubt and everything. You just got to do it. Right. And so, um, yeah, like for me, I definitely did experience that, especially in the beginning. Cause I'm like, one of my one of my biggest imposter syndromes, I guess, would be like my age. You know, like I'm only 27, and I've been in rooms where it's like, you know, there's a lot of coaches and stuff like that who are, you know, let's just say 30 years old and above. And so I kind of had to think, oh my god, like why people want to learn from me? You know, I'm kind of young and blah, blah blah. But then it's like. Um, you know, my coach helped me to overcome that because it's like, no, like if you have the skills, if you have the expertise and beyond that, if you have the actual experience, right. And you actually live through that experience, you know, you know what you're talking about, you know what you're doing, you know what you're teaching and coaching about, then, you know, you just got to dive in. You just have to really have that faith, that confidence and just go forth with it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I would love to kind of talk about your process on your website. You kind of have, it looks like three tiers, acknowledging, accepting and achieving. Do you mind kind of explaining what that means? Yeah. So, so it's the, so basically those are the pillars to like how you can actually let go and overcome things. So if we're going to talk about say your thoughts, right? So how I like to talk about it is like, you need to acknowledge first what the thoughts you're having that is holding you back. So what, what, what are the, the negative, you know, beliefs that are holding you back? You know, when you wake up every day and you're working on, say you want to become a coach, what are the thoughts that are coming to your head that are, that are making you feel stuck, you know? And that's really like, you have to acknowledge at first before you can even get to the second pillar and then once you get to the second pillar or once you actually acknowledge all those thoughts then you can move on to the second pillar which is um accepting those thoughts because that's 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 to me is like the most important thing as well it's like you can't just you know think that you can move forward in life period without actually accepting the things that you're going through and so you know that's that pillar right there is like okay now let's accept these thoughts let's accept that you know what they've done let's accept the fact that they made us feel you know this way let's accept that they made us feel stuck or stagnant or whatever the case may be and then once you actually go through that that phase of like okay I'm accepting this I'm healing this I'm choosing to change this kind of thing then you can go on to the last pillar which is now you're going to focus on achieving now you're going to focus on shifting your entire mindset and shifting your thoughts into this mode of achieving and achievement um and so that's basically like in a brief sense what those pillars mean so yeah so like i've been using this it's funny because when i was like on the wellness journey and the healing journey that this these are literally the pillars i was using before but it was acknowledge accept and overcome and it was the same thing when it comes to like painful situations that you go through in life you have to acknowledge the situation you have to accept the situation and then you have to you know take action on overcoming the situation so it's pretty much the same thing just using it in an entrepreneurial mindset Very cool. So do you mind sharing just a couple of things that maybe you were struggling to overcome when you first started your business? It's funny because when I first started my business, I was actually very naive. Like I didn't think that, oh my gosh, it's going to be a roller coaster ride and blah, blah, blah. I, I really didn't think that. I went in fully confident, fully faithful. You know, I was very excited. And you know, I really thought that, yes, you know, I'm going to go start my business. Everything's going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, 
in the beginning, it kind of was like I didn't really have that much um, obstacles or challenges. I would say not until maybe like three or four months in. And then that's when like, you know, things started to really happen. And so I would say around that time is when I'm like, okay, well, like, you know, I start to feel a little fear, you know, I start to feel some doubt, you know, I start to feel, you know, well, fear, I think, and doubt were probably like the biggest ones, you know, because like I really started to doubt myself like, can I really do this? You know, like, can I really do social media? Can I, can I actually reach out to these uh, small, medium businesses and handle their social media accounts? You know, um, the fear came in of like, oh my gosh, like, can I really maintain this? Can I really maintain uh, all these clients? Can I maintain this business and all that kind of stuff? And so again, I use my own things. Like whatever I teach is like, what is because of it's what's worked for me. And so I had to go back to my own teaching. I'm like, okay, let me just acknowledge what the heck is going on here, <laughs> you know? And so I like, I had to take a step back and be like, okay, hold on, hold on. You know, let me acknowledge the feelings I'm feeling, the thoughts that I'm thinking, um, the beliefs that are starting to kind of take over. And then once I started to do that is when I start to accept it. I'm like, okay, no. You know, and then again, moving into the last phase when I'm like, okay, let me come up with a plan of how I can actually overcome this and keep moving forward. And my, my number one thing that I tell everyone like the the number one way you can kind of overcome all this is just by taking action, right? It's kind of like if you're fearful of something, you kind of just got to do it anyway. So that's what worked for me. I just I just kept taking action. I kept waking up every day, you know, um, creating new habits, creating new beliefs, creating new thoughts, creating new feelings until they actually stuck. And then every day it was kind of like, you know, um, it was pretty. It was, it was a norm almost, you know, like thinking a different way, feeling a different way, um, having new habits that I know were going to help me to continue to achieve. And so once I kept doing that and once I kept making it a practice, you know, that's what helped me to actually be an entrepreneur for like three, four years and helped me to keep that business for so long. Yeah, that's awesome. And now do you, I think you primarily work with millennials. Is that correct? Yeah, primary. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what made you want to work specifically with that kind of generation? Hmm. So one was because I'm millennial myself. And so I know how we think, you know, so like, I know how we think, I know how we move and kind of stuff like that. So I really want to work with my generation, if you will. I think that's probably like the main and only reason to be honest, like, I figured, you know, and on top of that, actually, like, since again, me being the mentor coach for all these years, um, looking at my audience, looking at my market, it's always been millennials anyway. So I'm like, you know, might as well just kind of stay within this market anyway, um, you know, because that's who I'm talking to and that's who's listening to me. Um, so really, that's probably the only reasons. Nothing, nothing too deep on that one. Okay. Well, I saw on your one sheet that you have a talk called the three C's to keeping millennials happy and overachieving in the workplace. Um, that was so intriguing. Um, I would love to kind of hear a little bit about what that means to you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So for sure, when it comes to like, especially achieving in the workplace, I think that compassion is so important. Well, there's so, like, they're all obviously very, very important, but like, actually, let me go back a bit. I would say, let's start with communication. I think that's the most important period, right? Because our words are powerful. You know, the way we communicate with others and ourselves is the most powerful thing. And so like, when it comes to like, you know, millennials achieving in the workplace or within their own lives, period, I think communication is key because again, it comes back to like how you communicate with yourself, right? And then when you know when you learn and know how to communicate with yourself especially in a positive way in a resilient way then you know how to communicate with other people and especially as an entrepreneur or even just again in the corporate workplace we know that building relationships is key right and so once you know how to communicate like i feel like that's that that will help you achieve because not only 
does it come down to like, you know, positive thinking and all that kind of stuff. But it also comes down to like the compassionate part of like reaching out to people or, you know, being a server, being a helper, you know, and not being scared to ask for help or, or ask for support. And so I think all of this kind of matters when it when it comes to achieving your goals, because we all need help like on the journey. You know what I'm saying? We all need help on the journey. That's number one. And number two is like, when you when it comes to your goal, depending on your goals and what you're doing, I guess, in the workplace or as an entrepreneur, um, you know, we rise. What's the, what's that quote? Yeah, we rise by lifting others. Right. And so that's where the compassion piece comes in. It's like once and once people kind of have that in their minds and just kind of operate on that, then you'll see a whole shift happen because it's really not just about you. You know, if you're not building a business just for you. You're not. Um, even at workplace, you're not working in this workplace just for you. It's about you. It's about everybody else around you. Um, and so, you know, just kind of keeping those things in mind of communication, how to communicate with others again, how to communicate with yourself and just having that compassion for yourself and compassion for others and being considerate, I think is so important, you know, when it comes to achieving your goals, when it comes to achieving the workplace goals, you know? And so, yeah, that, that's, that's one of the talks. Um, It's more mainly for corporate. Yeah. And I would love to kind of dive into that more. So my audience specifically, Specifically, female entrepreneurs, I'm assuming I, there might be men out there listening. Mostly it's women. And I think communication, like you mentioned, is so important. And as a fellow millennial woman, I think that I struggled when I first started with communicating, you know, here's what I want, here's what I need, and like standing up and being firm in that communication and, you know, not faltering and, and not changing my mind or being wishy-washy. So first of all, have you come across that a lot? And it's kind of second part to that question. Do you have any tips or tricks to kind of, or exercises that people could do to kind of enhance their communication skills and be uh, very forthright with what they're trying to, to get across? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that comes from like, well, it can come from two different things. I think like insecurity or, you know, not having faith in yourself, right? I think a lot of people struggle with that, to be honest. Like, I feel like we all kind of go through moments or have experiences like that. And so that's a very common thing, I think, just among people, period, in life. You know, a lot of people go through that where it's like, you know, we kind of want to communicate something, but we're not, you know, totally trustworthy of what we're saying, um, you know, or feeling. And then, um, you know, we're also just kind of maybe a little insecure about what we're, what we're trying to say or what we're trying to get across. And so when it comes to communication, it really just comes back to, down to like take like practicing something. Right. Like it really comes down to like, OK, you have to practice communication. You know, you kind of have to just practice being confident. I think confidence is something that people have to practice unless you're born 100 percent confident like Beyonce. <laughs> like, you know, you it's something it's something you actually have to practice. You know, you kind of have to whether it's a mirror talk whether it's journaling, you know, whether it's, you know, subconscious programming, you know, so it, it depends on the person, I would say, because not everyone likes, you know, the, to do, I guess, the subconscious programming before sleep. Not everyone likes to journal. Not everyone likes to do the mirror talk. But mirror talk for me is like the favorite. So I'll get into that, I guess. That's the activity I'll bring up is mirror talk. So when it comes to especially like uplifting and raising your own vibrational power, I would say it's important to try this practice of mirror talk. Awesome. So do you have any books or podcasts or courses or anything out there that you found helpful in your business or in, in personal development that you could recommend to the listeners? Yeah, for sure. There's so many. Um, oh my gosh, where do I start? <laughs> well, specifically, I would say The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. That's like the number one that has drastically changed my life 
So I recommend anyone, especially like if you're um, embarking newly on like your healing or spiritual journey, I would definitely say to read that book. But there's so many books. There's um like The Peace from Broken Pieces from Ian Levantin. There's How to Know God from Deepak Chopra. There's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. There's Oh man, there's so much. There's make it happen. Um, there is. A, I can literally keep going. Um. Oh man, the one I've been reading lately, actually, Napoleon Hill. I recommend any of his books. Um, Outwitting the Devil, Think and Grow Rich. Um, I recommend my own books, <laughs> The Root. You guys can check it out on my website. What else? What other books or resources? Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends really on like what area of your life you're in. But like, I can literally break them down. I guess if you're looking to more learn about the mindset and stuff. Someone I've been loving lately is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Definitely check him out. Everyone knows Bob Proctor. If you need some motivation, there's Eric Thomas, Les Brown, um, you know, uh, business and finance uh, or business period. I would say, well, marketing business, definitely Gary, Gary B. I mean, I, I'm like, I just love him. I love everything that he talks about, preaches about. Yeah, absolutely. And you, when you get that done, I'd love to link to it in the show notes so people can learn more about the stuff that really interests you. And one question that I really like to ask business owners, since we're always kind of wearing all the hats and thinking about business all the time, it's always great to have stuff outside of business that we're doing, any hobbies and stuff like that, that can kind of, kind of give us a time to recharge and relax. So is there anything that you're doing right now, binging on Netflix or a new hobby that's kind of letting you relax and recharge before you get back to the business world? Yes. Oh, I love this. Because something I've actually tapped into, and I've learned it recently through, uh, shoot, the name is escaping me right now. But uh, if you go on Facebook and you type in, uh, or even on Google, self-actualization program, um, Oh, shoot. The name is escaping me. Sorry, guys. But um, I did the self-actualization program a few weeks ago, and it made me tap into and realize how important like our uh, inner child hobbies are. And so um, I've been actually ignoring like for years just the, the, the passion to paint. And I didn't, cause I kept telling myself, you know, like, well, I'm not a painter. So like, why am I the painting? But I realized that like, whenever your inner child is like screaming to do something, you should do it. And so painting has been like the newest hobby I've been doing. And I, I love it. Like it, it brings me back down to earth. It helps calm me, you know, it helps relieve any kind of stress or anything I'm feeling within. Um, and then, yeah, it just helps me to build my creativity and all that. So that's probably like the number one thing I've been doing. Um, I've always been reading, but I've probably just been reading even more now. And yeah, I would say those are my two like top most uh, favorite, uh, favorite hobbies I've been doing is painting and reading. That's so awesome. Those are two of my favorite as well. <laughs> They're so relaxing and it, it's nice to just kind of just do that and get away from the computer for a little bit. And I know everybody's going to want to check out everything you're doing. So can you tell us how people can find you online? Yeah, for sure. So my website is flywithme.com, but it's F-L-H-I-G-H-W-I-T-H-M-E.com. And then you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn at Brookwright or MS Brookwright. Awesome. And you mentioned your book. Do you want to let people know how they can find that as well? Oh, yeah. So that's on my website as well. So when you go on flyweb.com, you'll see everything. Um, you'll see the podcast I've recently been on. You'll see my books, my shop page, workshops, events, all that kind of stuff that's coming up. Um, and if you want to stay updated, I would say definitely subscribe to my email. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll love to 
to talk about that quickly. So um, I do do this monthly themed email subscript for my subscribers. And so like, for example, January was a month of activation. And so uh, they got this activation toolkit at the beginning of the month, which came with like a checklist, a planner, um, you know, some activities, some affirmations. And so every single month that when you are a subscriber, you sign up and you get a monthly theme package. And so, yeah, I'll definitely say to subscribe to that. So you guys can get some free, you know, things that can help you with your personal development. Awesome. What an awesome resource. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been such a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Don't forget that you can check out previous episodes as well as all the show notes at www.hustlenomicspodcast.com. If you want to support the show, you can head over to iTunes and leave a rating or a review. Each review means so much to me, and it really helps the podcast on the business end. If you want to find another way to support the show, we're also on Patreon. You can find a link to our Patreon on our website. If you have any questions or you have a topic you would like to hear covered on the show, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast. Be sure to visit www.hustlenomicspodcast.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover bonus content. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or if you want to apply to be a guest, use the contact form found on our website. Thank you for listening, and until next time, keep hustling.